Peace, how are you? Hey, Raj, and I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Excellent. It's finally great to be in your presence. I tell you that. <laughs> thank you. Same to you. Let me just turn this off. Okay. So I can. You're good. So I noticed that we have some similarities between us. Okay. With uh, meditation, the yoga. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that you did yoga. I didn't know that. I, I, I do a little bit. I dibble. I dabble, you know. Okay. All right. <laughs> My son and I, we were working on the tree pose. He says, I would do the uh, do the tree pose like this, you know, and, and he's got his little foot so high. I say, look, you could also do it like this by grounding yourself. You could put one of the, you know, your feet next to each other, ground it, and store it as a basic tree pose. He says, uh-uh, uh, but that's not a tree pose. I say, yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> you elevate that foot to your ankle, to your calf, and, you know, beyond the knee and to the thigh. I said, but these are different variations because some people are not as advanced as you. You know, he's five. He's like, no, I got this. <laughs> he's like, that's oh, cool. my God. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, tell me about it for sure. Now, are you? Um, do you do energy work? Or are you a Reiki master teacher as well? Or um, no, I'm re- I'm trained as a Reiki, but I'm not a Reiki master. I haven't done level three, two or three. So you level one. One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm mainly a Kundalini yoga teacher. Uh, am I boring? Am I that boring? Like no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am probably dehydrated. Drink some water. Yeah. You got, so, water, you got water close by? I'll drink some. Yep. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. I normally have tea next to me or my bottle of water. So I normally have those things going. Well, the water. Okay. So yeah. So um and I'm also a coach, a life coach. Um working with brown women. Um I'm creating a program right now to help uh it's specifically a a program for brown girls to help them move past uh, depression and anxiety to emotional, spiritual, and physical well-being. So um, it's incorporating yoga, breath work, meditation, nutritional support, hormonal balancing. And I've also gotten a hypnotherapist that's going to do like a, a session in the program as well. Mm. Wonderful. All right. Okay. All right. That sounds great. Uh, you've been That's doing fine. Kundalini yoga for how long? Um, I don't know. So it's been a few years, maybe. Um, three or four years. 
I need to I need to know the, the time because people will ask me. So let me write that down. Definitely. And I hear an accent too. Are you a New York native? From uh, huh? I hear an accent. Are you a New York native? Yeah, I'm from New York. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, I mean, I've been here for like 55 years. No, I'm sorry, not 55 years. For like 48 years or something like that. Let's see. You've been where 48 years? In New York. Uh, uh, when? Did you like teleport here or something? No, I've been here. I, I was born in actually England and I came here when I was like um, four. Yeah. I'm just trying to get where you're getting 48 from. Like, where's 48 coming from? Are you saying like you, because you look ex, you No, look no, like I'm 52. No, 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 no. You look like you're about 35, 33, 35. Yeah. So no. I'm just trying to see where you're getting these extra years from. Like, did you teleport here or something? Because I'm not seeing it. You you got some great um, genes. Like, you don't appear to be anything older than 30 anything. Oh, thank you. No, I have... A, um like a 25-year-old, a 18, a 19-year-old. I have a grandbaby. Adopted or birth children? Birth children. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I'm just asking. I don't know. No. And I didn't have them when I was young, like how people have them in their early 20s. Mm-hmm. I didn't have my children. I had my children when I finished my master's degree. I am Dr. Kenya. It is such a pleasure having you with us today. Thank you. So let me just, let me just say, let me just start off by saying my, my, you know, although my Gmail and the name of my company is crystals and Kundalini, because I do Kundalini and I also do crystal. My name is actually Nia. Tell us a little bit, say it one more time. Nia Nairi, which hey. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. First of all, I want to say uh, welcome to the Kenya Speaks uh, podcast network. It's a pleasure having you with us this morning. So on this beautiful Wellness Wednesday, so tell us a little bit more about yourself and your business, what you do. Okay, so uh, for the most part, I am a Kundalini yoga teacher. And kundalini yoga is considered uh, the mother of all yogas. Many people like myself consider it the mother of all yogas. There's an energy that exists in the base of the spine. And we feel that everyone is born with this energy. And with continued practice, the energy rises. And with it rising up the spine, that gives you a sense of peace, a sense of wellness, um, and pretty much can change your life, um, because it has been life transforming for me. Um, I actually did other forms of yoga. Um, I did vinyasa, I did hot yoga, I did Bikram yoga for eight years before stepping into uh, my first Kundalini yoga class, which I didn't even know was a yoga class. I thought it was like a full moon ceremony and it ended up being a yoga class and I released so much that I never looked back. And within a year of doing that, I um, I was going to India to train as a Kundalini instructor. 
And so um, Kundalini is all about rewiring the brain pathways and um, breaking those patterns of behaviors, those cyclical patterns, thought patterns that we engage in that we know don't serve our higher good. We know it's not good for us, but we continue to feel them or think them or do them or like engage with certain people that we know aren't good for us. Um, And so Kundalini breaks that through the body. So through the postures, through the meditations, you know, it breaks clear space, it clears stagnation, um, and it helps you to live happier, more centered, because there's a lot going on. And so you want to be focused, you want to have discernment, you want to um, be grounded. No matter what's going on, you want to be grounded. And the main thing is you want to have your frequency high. And through the different kundalini postures and mantras and meditations, that helps your aura and your frequency that surrounds you. So that no matter what's going on around you, you can be focused, you can be settled, you can be almost protected and you can think and you can breathe. And your breath is your superpower, you know, um, because quite often when we're stressed or we're afraid, um, anxious, the breath is affected. And so, you know, you need the breath to, to get to the brain to help you think. So, um, so, you know, Kundalini is a beautiful art. I love it because it's like, you know, changed my life and um, it is different it is different from other yogas. And it, sometimes you may see us doing like weird things, but it's a, it's a yoga of science. So like even the hand movements, the mudras, um, the postures are different because the brain is a beautiful thing, but the brain wants you to be comfortable. So that's why you'll be like, you know, you, you make a plan to get up and exercise or whatever, and you, you lay in the bed and you're like, I don't feel like getting up. And the brain will tell you, relax, like chill. You could go another day because the brain wants you to, the brain is there to protect you. It wants you to be, so it feels like it's protecting you. It wants you to be comfortable and you don't grow in, in comfort. You grow your most in life in the most discomfort that you've had. And so um, and so that's why the, the hand movements or the postures are different because if you want the same thing in life, continue doing the same thing. But if you want to change, you got to do something different. Right. Um, and it's a, it's a science of, like I was saying, it's a yogic science. So, you know, it's been studied. Um, it's, um, it, so it, its effects on the brain have been studied. Uh, and um, it's a yoga for anyone. So you can be sitting in your seat and do a, hand, a mudra or a meditation that can help, you know, help you with anxiety, help you with stress, help you get more focused. Um, so it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful art and I, I love it. It's one, I mean, there's many, like, I feel like you can get information you can get a blessing you can learn from any theology 
you just need to take take from it because everything is everything nothing is separate you know and god exists within everything he exists within you as well so um yeah i don't know beautiful i love it i love it so when you breathe you're creating that oxygen to go to your brain right you're creating that the body as well yeah about the body to go to go through every area of the body the joints and that actually helps alleviate pain and stress absolutely pain stress i mean there's certain postures a lot of the postures should i say work on the, the internal organs lowering the blood pressure affecting the hormonal levels because you want balanced hormones it affects the serotonin levels to bring to excrete um you know throughout your glands your hormones that help relax you you know so it's it there's over five thousand um kriyas what we call kriyas which are the set of postures there's over five thousand set of postures and one kriya can have one posture in it or it can have several postures in it. It can have up to 15, 20 postures in it. So out of those Kriyas, we have over 5,000, but there are some that are really powerful. And those are the ones like that I do, you know, daily, because as a, as a Kundalini yoga teacher, you have to be, you have to do your practice in order to be um, present and available to your students. Mm-hmm. So we don't take part in uh, the practice. We we are holding a space for our students. We don't um, do any manipulations. We stand back and we observe and we guide through getting inside of, you know, being able to feel what's going on and being able to, if a person is having difficulty in a posture, you want to help move them through that posture. You want to help them build resilience because when you are in a difficult posture and um, you're saying to yourself, you're having an internal dialogue. Well, how how long is this going to be? When is she going to stop? Oh my gosh, I want to drop my hands. If you, at that point, you decide I'm not going to drop my hands. I'm going to stick through it. You are building resilience in the brain, in the body, and you are also shifting to another consciousness. So if we, as a teacher, we help guide and say, no, you can do it. You're stronger than you think, Mm. you know, move through it. Yes, it is uncomfortable, but can you find peace in this discomfort? Mm. So that's what a teacher does. All right. So that's beautiful. You're talking about Kundalini. You're talking about yoga. All of that helps with our our topic today with Wellness Wednesday, um, because a lot of our people, we struggle with mental illness. We don't know how to correct that. We struggle with physical pain. Right. We struggle with breathing. We don't know how to breathe. So what you're talking about is very important because we need to get oxygen in our brain and and throughout our entire body, our joints, our muscles, our organs. So I appreciate you sharing everything that you're sharing with us. And guys, you're listening to our special featured guest, Sister Nia. And she's she's an entrepreneur, uh, a Kundalini yoga instructor. 
She's been uh, a Kundalini yoga instructor for at least three and a half, four years. And are you currently teaching? Are you have, are you able to teach others and certify them as Kundalini yoga teachers? Okay. So, you know, uh, when I was in Ghana, people were asking me that, you know, so are you going to teach other people to, to be certified? So the thing with Kundalini yoga, which I love is that you, you have to reach certain levels before you can teach. And that takes years. That takes years of meditation of, you know, it just, it takes, so you so let me say for me to be trained as a kundalini yoga teacher i had to go to india for six weeks in the himalayas and i did yoga and meditation six days a week for six hours waking up at 4 30 a.m so it's almost like how the army breaks you down and builds you back up it's like kundalini yoga like you have to as if you're going to represent kundalini yoga if you're going to be there to serve you have to go through all of your stuff there you have to release you have to go through your, you have to almost be reborn again and then you know um bring yourself back up and learn the techniques, but it's about working on the teacher first, healing the teacher, releasing trauma, you know, because ultimately I say uh, uh, most of us are walking around wounded children because when we're young, you know, from zero to seven, we're working on through a subconscious and the subconscious mind is not able to conceptualize anything. It just takes an in information. So when we're young, no matter what's going on in our life, we create these coping mechanisms to deal with whatever we're dealing with. And they serve us. They're fine for when we're kids, but when we grow into adults, they impede us. So, and so we wonder why we still engage in certain things. It's that subconscious programming that we never got over. And so you have to break through that and breaking, you break through that through the body because the body is a museum. It holds all the experiences. It holds all the trauma. And so you have to break through that enable to find a sense of peace, to find a sense of happiness, to find your purpose. Cause we were all born on purpose for a purpose. Right. So, you know, and there is, you know, there is a reason, there is a reason for us being here and, um, and finding your true happiness. You're not going to, I feel you won't find true happiness until you find what your purpose is. Cause that's why God put you here. That's right. He put you here for that. And so, and so that's why I have also the Brown Girls program, which is to, um, you know, move Brown girls from depression and anxiety through um, to emotional, spiritual, and physical well-being through the yoga, through the meditation, through journaling. It's a whole program through nutritional, um, dietary. Uh, information through hormonal balancing because that has a lot to do with it too and kundalini doing the kundalini also um helps balance your hormones and uh, my uh partner 
she also, I partnered with her. Um, she's like my sister, uh, best friend. She does her, um, herbal formularies for balancing the hormones, which is a, which is a major thing that, you know, when, as women period, we suffer with, and that affects the whole body system, you know, and she also is a raw food chef. And she, so she can, you know, um, teach as well. She's a part of my program. She can teach on certain quick and simple, which is all I'm about quick and simple, um, you know, uh, meals that can help you, your whole body system. Absolutely. So, so let's yeah. talk about the Brown Girls program. How can our our audience reach out to you, reach out to you specifically for the Brown Girl program? Okay, so um, you can reach out to me through um, the Instagram, which is Crystals and Kundalini. So it's Crystals with an S, and then there's an N in the middle, and Kundalini, which is spelled K-U-N-D-A-L-I-N-I. And so it's Crystals and Kundalini through IG. It's also Crystals and Kundalini at Gmail um, if you need to get me. Healing yourself. How do you heal yourself? Well, there's different ways and methods that you can choose to heal yourself through the power of prayer, through the power of Reiki, through the power of would you say mudras, which is meditation, or mantras, mantras, uh, exercise, some like to go swimming, some like to jog, some like to do marathons, mm-hmm. marathons. So there's different methods that you can use um, in healing yourself. But uh, go ahead, sister, when you're ready. Okay. Yeah, you just, but you want to do something. So I always encourage people to have a morning practice. And that morning practice can be yoga meditation prayer reading a book it can be two minutes it could be when you wake up give thanks for waking me up pray give thanks i'm you know i'm giving gratitude for waking up for waking up in my right mind like the elders used to say and please direct my path as i walk it can be as simple as that but but it is essential that you create a morning practice, especially for this time, because there's so much going on. There's so much information coming and you have to have a sense of yourself because I feel like all the answers to any questions all exist within us, but we're not taught to go within. We're taught to look outside for somebody, but everything you were born perfectly with everything within you. It's just about connecting back to that. So, you know, even if you have that cup of coffee, if you drink coffee or a tea and you sit in front of the, you know, you for the for five minutes, you sit in front of the window and you just look outside. It's just something to get you grounded before you go out, you know, or before you start your day. Make sure that you follow our special guest today, uh, Sister Nia and her uh, Gmail is I'm looking for it again. Crystals and Kundalini at Gmail. The same like my Instagram, Crystals and Kundalini. Got it. Yeah, Crystals in the letter N, Kundalini 11. Right, 
Right. I'm sorry. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. 11. And, you know, um, I also, you know, I also use crystals. So that's why I have a crystal book that I wrote. And this book I wrote um, is called Crystals for the Urban Chick. Mm, beautiful. Where can I find your book at? On <laughs> Amazon. For success. So crystals for the urban chick. It's a beginner's guide to using crystals for yes. cleansing and protection. And the cost is, of that is only $11.88. It is a paperback written by Nia Nairi Brown. So guys, definitely support the author, Crystals for the Urban Chick. It's a great read. Check it out. All right, guys. And uh yeah. And, and follow her on Instagram. So we appreciate you guys for, for tuning in. So uh, we have young women, men, and children that are listening to us, to this mm-hmm. show today. What message can you give them? What instructional advice can you give them about going within themselves and learning to love and heal themselves? Okay. Um, just take time to sit quietly whether that's um, in the morning time, it could be one minute, it can be three minutes. Start getting connected because when, when we're quiet, God speaks to us and he speaks to us in the quietness. So we have to be able to listen. And the other thing is a lot of times, um, you know, are like, I have, I feel like I have a team, my, my spiritual, you know, my, my angels, my God, the creator, I have a team of people and my ancestors that I feel that walk with me and they watch me. And so they speak to you. So that's why you'll get a, you'll get a feeling. If something's not right, you'll get that feeling. So I like to tell, and this is what I tell my children too, always, always listen to that first feeling. Some people call it instincts. Some people say it's a gut feeling. That's God speaking to you, warning you, listen. The first seven seconds of any message that you get, that's God. Everything else after that is that is you. That's the ego telling you, oh no. Because you'll be like, I don't think that's right. Then you'll be like, Nah, maybe I'm wrong. Question yourself. Go with the first seven seconds because it could save your life. So just remember that and and start connecting inside and ask for what you want and it'll be given to you. Ask for if you want information, if you want God to speak, ask for it um, and you can get it because it's your birthright. Your desires are you. You should have your desires. That's your birth. That's your birthright coming here. Don't ever let anybody tell you that you can't have what you want. As long as it's for your highest good and the highest good of all concerned, then then you should have it. You should have it. And if there's something like I I like to tell even youngsters because I work with youth as well. I do yoga with youth and I tell them whatever it is that you're interested in, whatever it is that you really, really like, that, that could be your mission. That could be why you came here. Follow that. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Follow that. And when you go to bed at night, you can lay down and envision what you want in your future. Right before you start getting sleepy, you can envision that it can, ha- it can, ha- it 
it is yours. Don't, don't, you know, the mind, let your, and also speak positiveness about yourself. Never say you're broke or anything like that. Be conscious of the words you speak because your words are your wand. They have life. They have meaning. And they have meaning. Words have meaning. That's why in the Bible it says, in the beginning, there was the word. Like, it's very serious. That's right. That's right. Uh, it's interesting that you mentioned that with youth because I also work with youth. Um, we have several Reiki master teachers that are youth. Our youngest youth right now is age 11. He attended my online Reiki course, Usui traditional Reiki course, and uh, when he was 10, and he recently turned 11 years old. So from the mouth of babes, he showed an earnest, a genuine desire to want to learn. He excelled, and he is today uh, the one of our youngest Reiki master teachers. So uh, shouts out to our, our Amazing. youth. Definitely amazing. I love it. I want to say again, guys, remember that um, you can have anything that you ask for. You can become anyone that you want to become. I encourage you to learn to love yourself. Tell yourself every day, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. Every time you want something to come to pass, you say it three times, you affirm it. And once you mm -hmm. affirm it, you're ingesting it, digesting it, and you're manifesting it. Ashe? Um, you can also do something called mirror work. Look in the mirror, look in your eyes and say what it is that you are. I am as if you're already that. I am a whatever. I am a, whatever you want to be. Say it like me. I'm a Kundalini teacher. I serve man's highest good. Like start looking into your eyes and that also gets. Oh, continue. Okay. So yes. Yeah, so that's something that's what we call mirror work. Mirror work really works. Just do it consistently. It may seem a little weird, but you know, um, when you wake up in the morning or whenever you look in the mirror, if you practice that, you will see that things will start manifesting and coming to the physical form. Because trust me, they everything that you want already exists. It's just coming into the physical form. So it's there. You just need to bring it to the physical form and how you bring it to the physical form is you feel as if it's already there. So if you got $2 in your account, act like you got $20,000 in your account, you know, bring that money, you know, uh, when you see other people and they are, you know, they're doing good or whatever, you know, don't be envious, just say as the creator has done for others. He now does for me and more like turn it into something positive. You know what I'm saying? And just say, call what you want. Cause it's yours. It's yours. And no matter what, always know that no matter what happens, you're going to be okay. Cause at the end of the day, you are, as long as you got life, as long as you can breathe, you're going to be okay. And just remember that. Just always keep that in the back of your mind whenever um, you're going through anything. You just be like, at the end of the day, things work out for me anyway, and I'm going to be okay. That's right. So for our youth that are out there listening, be intentional. Have a focused, intentional desire. Once you have 
that focused, intentional desire for our men and women too, but I'm speaking to our youth. Once you have that intentional, focused desire, speak those things into existence and you will have them. Another thing I want to challenge our youth to do is journal, write about your feelings, express yourself, tell yourself how much you love and care about yourself. Write what your feelings are, what you want to exist, because it's not real until you see it, touch it, taste it, or feel it. So in the spiritual realm, if you want something to manifest, write it down. Write it down three times. Get it in your heart, your mind, and on paper, right? Because everything comes to us in thought. That spirit, spirit is thought. And then the heart. Then we write these things down with our hands or we speak these things into existence, right? And then we manifest those things, all right? So I want to encourage you, if it's creative arts, if it's poetry, if it's uh, writing, if it's drawing, if it's any type of artistic expression, building, creating, you are all creators. Create, expound, expand on your creations. Don't let anyone tell you that your work isn't good enough, that your worth isn't good enough, because you are great. You are terrific. And I want you to say these words. I am terrific. I am terrific. I am terrific. You say these things three times. That's the affirmation. And know and walk in the spirit of I am because you are. I'm speaking to our youth because I love you and I was once a youth as well. And I struggle with expression, expressing myself, expressing my feelings, sharing how I felt, what my thoughts were. I struggled with that as a child. I was very timid. I was not the person that I am today, the one who can communicate so I, I thrive on the ability to have effective communication in relationships with myself, with people, with animals. It's okay to have these type of relationships and to express how you truly feel. Your feelings are important. Your thoughts are important. So I just wanted to share that with you guys on this beautiful Wellness Wednesday audience about domestic violence and breast cancer or cancer awareness. Okay, so um, domestic violence, um, sometimes it's not physical. A lot of times it's, um, it starts out uh, mental and emotional. And so just to be, for young people to be aware of those signs in the beginning and um, to know that you may be so much in love with somebody. And, and also that there's a cycle, there's a cycle of abuse as well. So, you know, it, you know there's the um, attention that you get, you know, um, and then there's the emotional um, pain that someone can cause, you know, uh, someone can talk to you and break you down and make you think that 
you only need them. So they may isolate you. The person may put you down, you know, and you'll feel like, you know, I can't do better. I got you. So sometimes it's it's like, you know, um, we want something so bad. We want to be in a loving, healing, fulfilling relationship, right? Because we are social beings. We want to love and share and express. And we want to be appreciated, uplifted, honored, and cherished. And sometimes we find ourselves in unhealthy relationships thinking that they are healthy for us, right? Sometimes God will give us the desires of our heart, not his heart. Because you might say, I want to be in this relationship with an orange, for instance, right? But God is saying, no, you need to be in the relationship with an apple. But you think the orange is good for you and you taste it and you're like, oh, this is sweet. It's great. But it's not really what you need. And sometimes we step out of that that favor and we step out into that atmosphere and we get our tails whipped literally sometimes or spiritually spanked. Okay, I'm not advocating violence at all. I'm just saying that this is something that happens. Right. Because we are not really, truly balanced and aligning ourselves with God, the universe, Mother Earth, and our nature, right? So if God is not first and foremost involved in that relationship, then that is it's just like a ship. What happens to a ship? It sails off, right? So it leaves you dumbfounded like, God, what did I just do? How did this happen to me? Why did this happen to me? You know, I can't express myself. This person is isolating me from my friends, families, and loved ones. This person is mentally abusing me, degrading me, saying that I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I'm fat. I'm this. I'm no good. I'm not worthy of him or her. That's abuse. When the person is constantly isolating you, saying, I don't want you having friends and family. I don't want you talking to nobody but me. That's abuse. Especially it's abusive when a person is, uh, 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 there's financial abuse as well. If you're married and in a relationship and and your significant other, whoever it is, her or him, right? They are the the breadwinner and they are using that to keep you at a certain level. That's financial abuse. There's marital abuse. There's spousal abuse. There's relationship abuse. There's friendship abuse. There's different types of abuses that we have to be able to identify. Just as children, when we were going to school, we were what? Some of us were bullied. Mm. That's abuse. Some of us was joned. We used to call it Joni. I don't know what they call it now, but now we have comedians, right? But people joan you. They talk bad about you, make you feel so horrible inside. Mm -hmm. But one person's opinion or other people's opinion or opinions of you does not make it your reality. Do not allow other people's opinions to be the downfall of your destruction. I want to say that to our youth, to our men and our women. If you are in a relationship that is toxic, leave it. Because sometimes it starts off as verbal. Sometimes it starts off as mental. Sometimes it starts off as physical. Uh, If the person that you're involved in is is abusive towards your children, Mm -hmm. leave them. Protect your children. If they're abusive to you and you have children, guess what? It's not going to be long before they're abusive to you and your children. In closing. Okay. That 
expressed to me that her 15-year-old nephew was recently taken to the hospital because his mom's boyfriend had been raping him since he was 11 years old. Mm. This boy has no rectal muscles at all. That boy's mental health is at stake. That boy's physical life will never be the same. I was told that this boy has feminine ways now. If you are in a relationship or if you are a victim of rape, of sodomy, of violence, of abuse, get out, tell someone immediately. If you are a child that's going through it and you tell your mom or your dad or your loved one, tell someone. If they don't believe you, go to the hospital, call 911. Call someone that you love. Talk to your grandma, talk to your grandpa, talk to your auntie, your uncle. If your mother won't listen to you, because you're afraid or you're fearful of what she might say or think or not do, reach out to someone for help because tomorrow might be too late. Go ahead, beloved sister, in closing. Oh, so I was also going to say that, um, you know, for women, um, do safety planning, which is, you know, get, you know, have all your documents, your children's documents um, together, you know, every, all the things that you're going to need you know, gather that up and plan to leave. You know, I would always say, um, do that as soon as possible, you know, because you don't know what could happen depending on the level of abuse, but what we consider is safely planning. So assessing your situation and making sure that you have all those things. And also the thing with abuse is that there are times when the abuser is very attentive and very sweet. And so that's what causes people to stay because there's that cycle. And, um, you know, the person is abusive, they're mean, they talk down to you, but then they give you attention, then they loving you, you know, and they're very into you. And so that's why a lot of people stay and then they get used to that because as humans, we're creatures of habit. Mm. So you continue and so you know what to expect you know, and you think you can't do better, but you can do better because the being in this situation is killing you slowly, or it could just, you know, kill you or your children or your children be abused. And it's, it's just not worth it. That's right. It's not worth it. You know, so many people commit suicide every day, children yeah. included. And it's just, the abuse level has gone up since this pandemic has occurred. Mm -hmm, okay? mm -hmm. So we have to keep that in mind as well.